0: My comment is that I've been married 61 years to the same woman. One of the things I learned, if you court your wife before marriage, you should court her the rest of your life.
1: Hmm. Good wisdom. Maybe you're not used to even hearing what the word courting means. But uh, for you, it might be, hey, just uh, spending time together, having a date, keeping it, uh... Alive. Having something to look forward to. Plenty of research. Best friends do best in marriage. When you have a friendship relationship, having something you look forward to. It always doesn't have to be a big thing or a huge thing, but something you're looking forward to. Continuing to woo that spouse of yours. Even though as you age, everything else tends to change as well, right? physically along the way. Dr. Randy here, Intentional Living. Welcome to our Facebook friends. Uh, Gino's running the Facebook. Are we up and doing? Okay. Welcome, Facebook friends. You're welcome to post your one thing. Stephen, our producer's taking your calls uh, on our comment line at 888 1717 where you can leave your story today. And uh, Jennifer is our chief engineer running the show for us uh, as we talk about marriage today. we got a lot of callers ready to go. Uh, So let's get to the call, starting with Dave in Arizona. Hi, Dave. How's your day today?
2: It's going awesome, Dr. Randy.
1: Thank you. What, What one thing have you learned or learning about marriage?
2: Well, I've been married 29 years, and what I've been learning over the past couple of years especially is that acceptance, goes a long way Mm. if she's having a great day accept that and celebrate with her if she's having a bad day accept that it is what it is but uplift her ability to feel how she feels and legitimize her as a person no matter how her day is going
1: Mm. has that been hard for you to do
2: You know, in the past, it used to be, I always thought I had to be right. And then uh, I've found that the more I make her feel accepted, the better it goes for the marriage.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's easy to be, in my case, when I wrestle with uh, Davis, uh, because of the way I'm wired and maybe trained, it's like I want to fix your problem. Jennifer's smiling in there, right? And lady women don't like it when their husbands want to fix their problems do they Jennifer me, Okay all right just hear me please there's your there's two cents from Jennifer <laughs> All right Dave good good reminder acceptance one thing for your marriage let's go to Caitlin in Kansas how are you today
2: Good got my van full of kids with me
1: Ah all right well tell us one thing for your marriage <laughs>
2: Yeah, I just really try and take advantage of any marriage conferences or dinners or things like that that our church puts on. Um, Despite having a good marriage, I feel like things are going well. Um, It's still really important to make those investments in -hmm. your relationship.
1: And that's made a difference for you?
2: Oh, yeah. There's definitely times that, uh, you know, an argument or, you know, just anything comes up, and I can think, oh, I remember, you know, having a marriage conference that discussed you know, communication or something like that. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: investments that we can draw on later.
1: Yeah, we invest in a lot of things. You know, we go to conferences about how to handle money or other things yep. in life, but to invest in how to handle our marriage and our relationship uh, is equally and often more important. Yep. All right, you got a carload there. Yeah. You take care of them, Caitlin. Drive <laughs> safely. We'll talk to you later. Great, you. Okay, thank you. And she makes a, a you know, reminds me that Uh, One of the things we've done over the years with our Intentional Living uh, ministry is we put on some conferences. In fact, uh, over the last few years, uh, I've spoken to over about 50,000 people in our conferences. Um, You know, groups of 500 to 2,000. And many times it's a date night, two or three hours, just laying out, hey, let let me show you how the power of one thing can change your marriage. Um, and we focus on really practical things for intimacy, for communication, for parenting, uh, tools that you can take with the, the goal of one thing that you could take out for 30 days. And um, we, haven't done, we haven't had a conference in a couple of years because of everything going on. And I said, hey, guys, um, I'm willing to go out. Let's uh, do a couple of conferences. I'm going to be in Michigan. So we're doing a couple this spring in Michigan, April 20 and 21, I think it is, Thursday, Friday, Thursday night. Date night. Come on out on a Thursday night in Jackson, Michigan. And then on the 21st, I think, is Friday night in uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And uh, you're going to say, where do I get registered? Well, I don't think the site is up yet for the tickets. They should be pretty soon. But this is sort of mark your calendar announcement. Get it marked on your calendar. Uh, we have limited seating. I'd love to have you. I'd love to see you, meet you. Um, get a chance to share some some good things with you that'll be, well, we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to share some stories <laughs> that'll make you smile or laugh and also uh, give you some things that'll help you in your marriage from God's Word and from life experiences and working with people over the years. So Michigan, coming your way in April, mark the calendar, um, talking about things that we can do to get out and learn uh, you can share your story today, by the way, at 888 Uh Chad, hang on. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Talk to you there in Georgia, talking about one thing
3: for your marriage. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice intentional living is not intended to be therapy by radio we are intentional living and we'll be right back the words we choose are important jesus's words speak to the essence of who he is as our words are a reflection of who we are so what do the words we choose to live by every day say about us in dr randy's teaching words are transformational you'll learn to choose a word for the year that will define who you are and how you live. When you come up with a word for the year, you can remember it. You come up with a mission statement of seven or eight words, maybe you can remember it. You come up with a whole paragraph, it's gone. As a new year starts, support Intentional Living with a New Year's gift of $50 or more. When you give, we'll send you the teaching and we'll throw in the Growth with Gratitude journal that will help you build gratefulness to God and others into your everyday life. We'll email you this month's exclusive teaching and other Intentional Living tools each month to receive this month's teaching and make your gift for the new year. Call 888 1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com.
1: And I hope you will when you stop by there at TheIntentionalLife.com. Lots of helpful information. You can join in, be a part of the family here of Intentional Living. Uh, and during West Coast business hours, um, our team will talk to you. When you call 888 1717 and press number 2, you can talk to our team, our staff, and if you prefer to do that on the phone, that's me. I Both ways, you know, I, online sometimes simpler, but maybe it's old school. I just like to talk to someone. I want to talk to a person. Don't you like talking to a person? Yeah. Anyway, AAA AAA 1717 press number two. And we have some really nice people. Uh, hopefully they'll answer the phone now after I promoted that. <laughs> press two when you call. All right, we're talking about one thing for your marriage Let's uh, get Chad on from Georgia. Hi, Chad. How you doing today?
4: Hey! Good afternoon. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you. What, uh, what's your one thing for marriage?
4: Well, I'll tell you, after 20 years of marriage this past December, something that we started after year, after year seven is try to outlove the other person. Mm. You really can't change the other person. You can only draw that circle around yourself and work on everything inside the circle. But if you wake up and have that intentional living attitude, of, i want to love this person no matter what as much as i possibly can and out love that person it will change your marriage drastically and i can tell you the last 13 years we put that to practice both being the babies of our family and not understanding what compromise is and always getting our way um once we learn that um it's just totally just revolutionized our wedding i just got to be honest with you and i tell that to people all the time out love your spot it's tough sometimes it's a learning process. You need to put in, you know, like you said, a good thirty days, good good month. I think that's good. You know, if you mm-hmm. can just commit, the next month I want to outlove my spouse. I promise you that and, and you know, obviously keeping God first in your life and, and praying together, um, it, it will change your life. It, it really will.
1: It will. And uh for the competitive guys listening, we just gave them a tool. Hey, I can I, I can beat my wife by outloving her for the next thirty days. There you go. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, thank you, Chad. Appreciate it. I agree with you. Um, you know, when the Bible says think not only of your own interest but also the interest of others, we're going the extra mile. That's why this fifty fifty thing that we talk about in marriage just is nonsense. And Chad's reminding us, hey, let's 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 go the whole nine yards here. Let's let's be a hundred percent because there's gonna be days, there's be times when you can't give a hundred percent because of illness and other things. And uh constantly having that attitude, you know what, Chad just gave you one thing that you could do for the next 30 days that alone could change your marriage. If you determined in your heart for the next 30 days, starting today, you're going to love your spouse. Well, how do I do that, Randy? Well, you know your spouse, don't you? What's important to him or to her? Um, As my friend Gary Chapman writes, is it it a love language? Is it the words? Is it the gifts? Is it the time? Um, What is it? Is it appreciation? Is it helping out? I teach this head, heart, and hand thing of, you know, sometimes it's the head. People are more head focused, so you got to speak to their head. Sometimes their hearts. Sometimes their hands. Their hands meaning you're helping out. You're doing things. You're there. You're available. Um, Whatever it is. Finding out what it is and then out loving your spouse, very powerful. Talking marriage. Let me go to Claudia in uh, Arizona. Hi, Claudia. How are you today? I am well. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate your call. What's uh, what's your one thing for your marriage?
5: One thing for my marriage is to always stay um,
0: in peace with each other and with the Lord and also to always be in prayer. Mm-hmm.
1: How do you stay in peace? What do you do to make that happen?
0: We, we pray in case, uh, like, if he tells me something that I don't agree or I'm concerned about it, we pray about it, and then we leave it alone, and then we come back again, and we talk about it, and that's how we stay in peace.
1: All right, so instead of taking everything personally or arguing, yes. you're going to take, take it to to the lord and then pray about we wait it on the lord and then uh, come back but you don't leave it you come back to continue to talk until you come to some yeah. resolution
0: yes exactly because we used to argue a lot but we, we we you know we decided that god didn't put us in this world to to fight or argue we're supposed to always be in harmony and love and that's what we have learned
1: mm, good for you And I wanted to point that out because the, thank you, Claudia. I appreciate your call because Claudia reminds us, it's not just, you know, we're going to live at peace. I'm going to just deny my feelings or deny the issues. I mean, that's not workable, but they start with bringing it to God, talking about it, going away, coming back and talking about it again. And it could be as simple as saying that, you know, every week we're going to have on the calendar, half hour or an hour, where we just sit down and talk about some things from the week. Maybe some things that need to be discussed, some things that need to be resolved. And we come at it uh, with peace, not, not with hostility. Timing is important. Sometimes the best time to talk to someone about an issue is not when you're at your hottest temperature. Cool down, pray, get a perspective before you talk about it. All right, Andre, I'll be with you. In New Mexico, in about one minute, hang on biggest things I've struggled with was uh, making sure to take time for my wife. I never really saw that as a big deal when I was growing up because my family never took time for each other.
4: As parents, you just forget to nurture that primary relationship in the family.
5: One thing we're doing to be intentional now is we're trying
4: to make our marriage more of a priority like it was when we first got married. I
3: have to put my husband first, above my own needs. The Lord was just showing me, it's not him, it's you. Let me work in your life. We
0: should intentionally emulate the examples that Christ set for us because he's the giver of love. and follow him, we will know how to love and be intentional about all that we do.
3: What I feel like I'm going to do intentionally is put my husband first in his desires and his needs. Not what I want. I have to do what will better our family. The one thing I take away from this,
5: perseverance in my child rearing and perseverance in my marriage.
1: You know, you can hear in the background uh, audience noise. These are real people coming out of one of our Intentional Living Marriage uh, date nights, and they're just uh, talking to our team and sharing their one thing. Uh, we get about 70 or 80% of people who leave our conference um, at the end with one thing that they want to take away for 30 days. I've been at so many conferences over the years. Um, and come on, if you're like me, you go, you take a, get a notebook, you fill it out. Take the notebook home or you put it on your phone if you're, you know, digital type. And then it goes into your file and you never see it again. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I went to that conference. What'd you learn? Not sure. A lot of good stuff. We had a good time. But uh, one of the things I determined is your time's valuable. My time's valuable. So at the end of the day, I'm challenging you when you leave the conference Hey, in your own heart, say, here's one thing for my marriage for the next 30 days. You know what? Maybe you're married and your spouse will walk away from that event with one thing that they're going to invest into you and your marriage that they wouldn't have thought about if they hadn't been there. It's life-changing. We hear the stories. And so kind of getting cranked up for our spring conferences uh, in Michigan, April 20 and 21, Thursday night, Friday night, Jackson, and Mount Pleasant. Uh, Mark it down the calendar. I have more information on tickets. Uh, Limited seating. We'll tell you when they're open so you can get your tickets here in a little bit. Okay. Uh, Talking about marriage, let me go to Andre. Oops. Uh, Wrong button, apparently. Let me go to Andre. Apparently, Andre's not there. So, let's move along and go to Peter in, uh, let me see, in Michigan. Uh, So, what's your one thing, Peter?
0: Okay. Um, Well, me and my wife, we live out in in the woods in rural Michigan, up in the thumb. And any time that either one of us leaves the property, uh, we always kiss the other goodbye and tell them we love her. And then, whenever we get back, we find whoever you know find them on the property if they're not in the house, and give them a kiss again. And then, one other thing is, uh, I've been motorcycle rider for. All over 50 years and anytime we go riding together before she gets on the bike we kiss each other because uh, you know out on the bike as much fun as it is too many people don't pay attention and we might not come back so the last thing we do before we get on the bike to take off is we give each other a kiss just one little simple thing
1: I, I hear a little tenderness in you, man. you're 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 a woodsy guy and a motorcycle guy, and you've been around for a while. You've lived the life and but I hear there's a little tenderness underneath all that, man.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, I've raced cars for over twenty years. I've been skydiving. I'm a motorcycle rider. Uh, in fact, and both of us have been married multiple times, but since this marriage, uh, and we've specifically brought God into this marriage, and that's always been, you know, the center. And yep, um, you know. How much difference? Uh, thing thing difference is is people, that, how much difference is that?
1: How much difference does that made, Peter, from those other uh, marriages?
0: Oh, a ton! Both of us, an uh, absolute ton. Um, it's uh, every day. Uh, there's a bunch of prayers we say. We sit together in the morning. My wife's got her home business, and so she does, her office is right here in the house. So while we're having our morning coffee, we spend there's about twenty minutes. There's this book that we read every day. It's got different readings every for every day, and uh, so uh, we talk to God all the time, mm. and it makes a huge mm.
1: difference. Yeah, it does. All right. There's a man's man, and. Uh... A little tenderness coming out. That's terrific. Thank you, man. Uh, we're talking marriage today. I did find Andre. How you doing, Andre? Sorry about that.
5: Okay, I'm doing all right.
1: Terrific. Uh, what one thing have you learned there in New Mexico about marriage?
5: <laughs> I've learned patience. <laughs> Whether it be with life situations, with what God wants for my life, and my wife's life, and for each other in our marriage, just having patience for things you know we may get caught up at work we may get caught up doing other stuff you know even if it's a date night and someone makes plans and let's just say they get ruined I've learned to you know be patient and just wait when it's uh, it's the right moment to ask and and uh, set a date for us each, each other
1: uh, Are you paci- Are you a patient guy by nature?
5: <laughs> uh Not at all. I I never used to be, um, but, uh, as I grew closer with the Lord, uh, he started giving me more patience and, uh, more tenderness, I guess, to my heart. Mm.
1: Good for you. How long have you been married?
5: Uh, I've been married five years now.
1: And what is one thing about your wife that you really appreciate?
5: She was very caring, very loving. Mm. And, um, She always, whenever, I recently lost a brother, so, uh, you know, she gave me time to mourn. And uh, even though it's still fairly fresh, it's about to be a year now that he passed. But he uh, died on a motorcycle accident, and uh, just ever since, you know, she's been very patient with me, just, you know, talking to me, asking me, and uh, concerned for for me and how I feel, and uh, showing me love and supporting me throughout
1: the whole thing. Mm. I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm happy for the fact you have a wife who, who gets it, cares, sensitive, aware. Some would be impatient. And um, so she certainly is using the same intentional thing of patience as you go through your time of grief. Thank you, Andre. Appreciate it. Uh, if you just joined us, this is the intentional living center. It's part of the family life communications ministry. Uh, with our radio stations, but then uh, this program that we get a chance to partner with other radio stations, radio stations all around the country, including right here, Uh, men and women who have a heart for you and your family that say, hey, we want intentional living to be a part of our our, uh, lineup, and that's why we're here. So I hope you're praying for and supporting your local radio station. What they're doing matters, and your support matters as well. Let's take a break, Jennifer, and we'll be right back. Here are five vital signs to an intentional life. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson with an Intentional Living Minute. We teach about faith as foundation number one, and then family, work, finances, and health. It says in Proverbs 7 that we are to be diligent to know the state of our flocks. because riches do not last forever. Now, most of us don't have flocks, some do, but most don't today. We may have cars and houses and jobs and investments, but we're reminded that we're to be diligent about the things that God has given us. And that includes our family and our work and our finances and our health. So conducting a regular check on those five vital signs will improve your life. I encourage you to do that on a regular basis. It'll lower stress,
3: help you plan for tomorrow. That's intentional living. To get our daily video, sign up at Life.com slash minute.
1: And I hope you'll do that. You know, when you go to the website, theintentionallife.com, we have helpful resources. You can sign up, as mentioned there, to be a part of the family of intentional living. Uh, or you can call during West Coast Business Hours during the day and talk to one of our, our team. Just the same number here, 888 the way it works is during the show, you press one and you get into Steven, who's uh, our screener, our producer. He's a nice guy. And so you'll talk to him first and then uh, get a chance to talk to me. Or you can press two and you go right to our staff upstairs and they're happy to say, hey, welcome to Intentional Living and uh, get you signed up. We'll get the material to you. So that's basically how it works. And then um, on when we're not on the air... You can always call and leave your comments, 888 AAA, AAA 1717 or talk to our staff. Uh, that's that's the way it works. And uh, by the way, the, the, the teaching this month is on the power of one word for 2023. Next month, this will be a first. I don't think I've done this topic before. It's intentional living when you're sick and tired. I mean, maybe you're just really sick and tired. I mean, physically sick, got chronic illness, or maybe you're just tired, worn out. Does intentional living work? Sounds like work, doesn't it? Sounds like work. Yes, it does, and I'll show you how. A biblical story, the Apostle Paul, that'll be coming up next month uh, for our Intentional Living family. Again, go to theintentionallife.com.
5: Hi, my name is Allie, and it's interesting because me and my husband are separated and we are trying to work on a relationship again. And I got in my car after dropping our kids off with him this evening, and this being intentional in your marriage came on. It kind of struck a chord with me, and it just made me feel like God is maybe speaking to me on things that I should do. I want to do one thing that improves this. Our relationship in general needs to be good because we have kids, and, you know, maybe it will improve us. hmm
1: All right. You know what it is. I mean, I sense in your heart, you know what it is, Allie, one thing, whatever that one thing is, to make that a priority in your life. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, I think it's time for Rodney. Let's get Rodney on the line from uh, Arizona. What's your one thing, Rodney?
2: What we've done that's uh, been such a blessing is we do a morning prayer together. And uh, a lot of times, or probably most of the time, we have to do it via phone just because Mm -hmm. of our work schedules, but um, it really helps uh, get you focused on the correct things in life on a daily basis.
1: What difference do you think that makes when you think about it long-term? How has that helped you sustain your marriage over the years?
2: Well, it just breaks down many barriers and um, softens your heart and prepares you to... Listen to what God tells you throughout the day. It just sets the day on a track for God to use you.
1: That's good. And it's just, it's been huge. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting how the leverage, we talk about leverage a little bit, can give you a lot of results. That's really what we're talking about today. One thing for 30 days.
5: My one thing is to forgive yourself for forgiving. Sometimes we say, I'll never forgive that person for whatever they did or said. And then you come to the point and say, I will forgive you. And you still hold it against yourself for forgiving. So every day I say, I forgive myself for being able to forgive and get on with life because it's better. I'm okay with saying I forgive and I'm good with it. When you got to forgive them, you got to forgive yourself, even though you hold it hard in your heart.
1: Mm. Hey, I'd love to hear your feedback. This program and from earlier in the week, as we've talked about the power of one thing for your marriage, and then the, in, the, in between, we talked about one word for 2023. Uh, do you have a thought? Do you have a comment? Do you have one word you want to share with us? One piece of uh, advice that you've learned you want to pass along? You're welcome to call our storyline at 888 1717 It's there 24 hours a day. Uh, And of course, during business hours, you can press the button and talk to our staff as well or always online at TheIntentionalLife.com. On behalf of our team here, Jennifer, our chief engineer, and Stephen, our head uh, producer, and Gino, Mr. Facebook himself. Thank you for all your work. Facebook friends, thanks for joining us here live in the studio. Love hearing from you. By the way, you guys can have a real ministry spreading the word, sharing the program and other things to your friends around the world that I'll never reach. But you can. I hope you will. Have a great day. We'll see you next time from Intentional Living.